0: This podcast episode is brought to you by Offbeat Communications, a media startup that levels up your storytelling with end-to-end production of content videos. Be it product launches, events, or feature interviews, amplify your brand and personality with a video to show.
1: Happy to say that there's no other people leading this besides your host Matt and Lance. You're sure to experience the same level of production, hosting, and creativity as what you're used to. Kunting mas keng koy lang kami dito ni Matt offbeat let's bring your content to life. Inquire now in Facebook and Instagram at offbeatcoms.ph. You can also hit us up in email offbeatcoms.ph at gmail.com. Hello guys. Uh, Good evening. Welcome back to the Project Offbeat Podcast. The show wherein we cover the most unconventional and what we would call offbeaten careers out there. And of course, Matt... uh, Amazing season that we've had so far. I'm glad to tell you that this will be our last episode shoot for this season. And it excites me to tell you, Matt, that we have a guest that has an amazing resume and an amazing career as well, Matt. Uh, may hula kaba. Ka
0: na sobra sa industry na to eh, pero I think it's because we find it so interesting. Eh. Um, it's all about sports with us, no?
1: Exactly. Matt, today. I'm glad to actually, uh, take the industry of, uh, one of my cousins, no, uh, who's actually taking on parang sports science yung career niya. And she has this great, uh, professor, uh, with a, mm. with a background in strength and conditioning, no, um, and our guest today, no, has a master's in science in human ma- movement science, um, she's mm-hmm. also a stre- uh, He's also a strength and conditioning coach for the UST Growling Tigers, right? Uh, fresh off that UAP season, no? And he's also a previous chairman of the sports science department of the College of Rehabilitation Science in UST, no? So, Matt, I love the resume of this uh, guest because it's a mix of, you know, that academic background but also that practical background, a mix of theoretical and you know, and practical, right? Yeah, for you know, a great, great team uh, in the USC Growling Tigers, but also teaching classes, no, uh, and teaching everything about sports science. No, so, uh, he's also actually worked with coach Pido Harencho, right? Uh, mm. who's actually uh, a bona fide coach, great resume, coached uh, in the PBA, coached in the UAAP as well, right? So uh real, real good good stuff here now. But uh Matt, anyways, without further ado, let's bring into the call Coach Ryle Espino. Um, he will join us today to talk about the career you know of a strength and conditioning coach. Hi, good evening. Hi, Coach Rail. Good evening, Coach Rail. Hello, Po. Yes, good evening. Thank you for the invitation. Ayun. Thank you, Coach Rail. No, uh, I guess first of all, Coach Rail. Um before you got into this shoot I'm sure busy busy kay coach uh, anong pinagkaabalahan niya sir uh, before this shoot uh, basically I'm
2: taking my doctorate degree ngayon, and I'm on the last part of my dissertation I'm actually wow. doing my main study data gathering for my main study so a bit busy with a lot of uh, writing and you no know, uh, taking measurements and assessment for my participants in the study.
1: Great, great stuff, sir. No. Uh, actually Matt yun yung sobra akong na interest kay coach Ryle. no. Um when I looked at uh, when I googled you coach no uh, you had some publications uh, or maybe articles scholarly articles in ResearchGate right and that interested me a lot no coach Earlier you mentioned you were taking masters in uh I think Tamaser, uh sport science human science human movement science Tama Yes that ba? was
2: my masters degree in UP Diliman
1: Ay- mind? Ayun. coach I I want to ask no uh, could you give us a gist of ano yung pinag in this um even in this masters no um para lang maintindihan namin why should there be scholars in this field right mm-hmm. and how Im- important it is
2: Alright, okay, well, basically, a sports science, we still consider it as a new course or a new career here in the Philippines. Although it started in UST around 2002, 2003, uh, almost ano, 20 years na. Uh, pero hmm. we still consider it as a new career here in the Philippines. Kasi nga, hindi siya yung usual na career and also yung approaches niya is somewhat new pa when it comes to sports setting. so. Basically, yung sports science as a course is a broad course. So, kumbaga, baga parang andaming fields na tinatackle. And strength and conditioning is just one of the fields in uh, sports science. So, basically, for me, since I am a strength and conditioning coach, uh, we are after the scientific way of doing the training for our athletes. So, we do physiological testing to strength uh, to test for the strengths and weaknesses of the athlete, and then based on the test that we do. Doon namin ginagawa yung magiging training program ng athlete to address the needs, I mean the weaknesses and then the strengths of the athletes. So yun, yun yung isang part. And then another one is creating a training program for the athlete for for them to reach their peak uh, performance during competition. So we try to manipulate different variables so that we know that come competition season or in-season, uh our athletes are at their peak performance so yun another one is uh isa sa field din na medyo pinaka, pinaka, pinaka-bibisihan ko ngayon is on the field of biomechanics so that is on human movement analysis so what we're hmm. doing there is we analyze uh human movements and then we try to correct uh yung makikita naming flaws doon sa movement ng individual to make his or her movement efficient and in some way, help improve his or her performance doon sa sport na nilalaro niya. So basically, yon.
1: That's very interesting, coach. Uh, siguro, napapaisip lang ako, uh, Phoenix Suns coach no, sa NBA, Monty Williams before, he, he mentioned I don't believe in data you know I don't believe you know that we need to be this data-centric in terms of managing sports and players load management you know uh when a guy's on the red or whatnot right uh coach pero your industry ba? your your study talked about you, you know like earlier you mentioned how do we manage sports uh, how do we manage the athletes programs better right? um yes how how does how does it help no? Na may scientific basis yung mga pag-manage natin sa mga student athletes or even professional athletes natin. Mm-hmm. You
2: know, very timely tong ginawa nating interview. No? Just actually last Friday I had a talk dun sa first strength and conditioning conference here in the Philippines, and my wow. topic is on wearable technology. So ko mm-hmm. nga, in one of my slides is a presentation. Uh it's all about the numbers. So, I was explaining why it's all about the numbers. Because anything that you can measure in sports can actually be improved. And tamay sinabi mo kanina na everything is about data, everything is about numbers, everything is about values. So, we actually base the improvement of the athlete based on the numbers that we got from, from them, actually. So, Merong mga wearable technologies, merong mga test that we uh, perform. And then from there, we can create our baseline data and then we can give an intervention and then later on, test again to see if there's a significant improvement doon sa mga binigay namin na interventions or sa performance in general ng athlete. Kaya nga paulit-ulit sinasabi ko sa anila, uh, hindi pala ang training uh, ng athlete. Talagang it should be very scientific. It should be based on numbers. Para may nakukuha kang result, hindi yung hinuhulaan mo lang kung nasa peak performance yung athlete or marireach ba natin yung goal natin for a specific competition or for a specific tournament. Kasi uh, with numbers, actually, you can already predict if the athlete will perform good, if the athlete will perform, uh, will get a podium finish, or... uh, pwedeng hindi ma-reach yung goal because of the numbers na nakukuha namin. Grabe. So, paulit-ulit mm. Sinasabi ko lagi with my students and with my colleagues, it's really about numbers. And in, uh, for example, specific with basketball, eh, na wag mo lang tignan yung training. But, during the game, I also act as one of the analyst nung, nung team. So, I usually get the stats. And then, I'm the one saying do sa isa sa mga assistant coaches namin na, this is our rebound. This is our field goal uh, percentage. Yung mga ganyan. So it's really all about the numbers. In order for you to predict if you're going to win the game, if you're going to lose the game, if the athlete's improving or not. So tagang very much around numbers. Don't umiikot yung 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 practice namin.
0: You know, Lance. It kind of reminds me because Coach. Uh... Yung background ko kasi is I was a varsity swimmer dati in high school. So, and even in college, I was in touch with the varsity team as well. Parang ma- nangita namin yung importance ng sports science eh. Kasi, you know, you're talking about seconds, you're talking about milliseconds to win the mm-hmm. gold or to w- to get a podium finish, no? Uh, I'm just wondering, like, how is it implemented in basketball, which is so... Siguro it's so there's a lot more variables than your than time, ba? There's a lot of things that can go your way. The the ball can bounce a certain way or what. How how do you how what do you base it off of?
2: Uh basically sa basketball dalawa yung aspect na tinitingnan mo dyan, eh. There will be numbers hmm. based on the game. Ibig sabihin yung mga status, yung stats stats mis mismong players na ginagawa during oh. the game and there will be numbers uh, on the aspect naman of training. So usually, for training, we based it on norms. So maga, we follow a certain norm and then we can say if yung values na nakukuha ng athlete based on our assessment is within that norm or nasa labas ng norm or beyond doon sa norm na nakukuha. Na. Of course, kami siyempre, as a strength and conditioning coach, what we are looking at, dapat the values that we're getting during assessment should be always within the norm. So that we say that our mm. athlete is ready for the competition. Uh, Doon naman sa aspect na sinabi ko, Anina, based on the stats during the game, it's also a different analysis. Uh, one of our assistant coach would always say, and even uh, one of our managers would always say, na if we win the rebound during the game, more or less, we can win the game. So kumbaga, the number or the aspect of rebound will actually give you a lot of information if the team can win the game or not. Another one, for mm-hmm. example, sa so free throws, so we were counting the number of free throws made, the number of uh, free throws missed. Doon palang masasabi mo na kung bakit ka natalo. Doon palang masasabi mo na kung yung free throws ba ang nagpapanalo sa mm-hmm. sayo. And even the the shot selection of players uh, during the game would give you an idea kung mananalo ka or hindi. And one thing na isa pa sa gusto ko ngayon sa basketball ano, uh, yung stat mismo na binibigay sa amin during uh, after the game, would actually give you an idea sino yung five best player combination mo na maganda Uy, yeah. yung binibigay. Yeah. Maganda yung binibigay um, na punto sa team. So sabi niya if these five people, yeah, mag sila, more or less lalamangan ka ng ganito. Pag five na tong combination mo, malaki yung chance dito kayo nalalaman or dito kayo, uh, yan, yeah, nauungusan ng kalaban, parang ganun.
1: Mm. And, mm.
2: isa pa sa tinitig na namin is the plus minus doon sa stat na hindi nakikita siguro yeah. ng mga ordinary basketball fans. When we say the efficiency of the player, kahit sabihin mo, umiscore ka na sobrang taas, pero ang dami mo rin palang pinascore doon sa kalaban, you know, the efficiency <laughs> would always tell you na o oh, negative ganito yan negative ganyan. so doon palang alam mo na kung sino yung reason bakit natalo yung team or kung sobrang taas nung plus naman niya sa efficiency ibig sabihin napaka-efficient niya kapag pinapasok mo siya inside the court
1: very interesting coach no because uh, i'm not sure if it's specific to your role uh, with the growling tigers no pero ang inisip ko kasi before a, a, a sports staff is actually made of obviously a head coach assistant coach May isang strength and conditioning coach tapos may mga PT tapos kala ko may mga different analysts pa. But the way you're telling me coach is parang nagahalo no. Nag-intertwine yung strength and conditioning coach uh role and that of that analyst role that you 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 mentioned earlier, right? Ganun ba talaga in this career, coach? Na may involvement talaga kayo?
2: Actually, sa yung pagiging analyst sa team is actually a different role. Talagang usually yung mga teams na merong uh, mm. financial capacity to get an analyst, they usually get talaga an analyst uh, para magbigay ng input mm. with regards to the stats. But for me, kasi siguro, sa tagal ko na rin sa basketball, kumbaga, natutunan ko na rin siya eh. Tapos at the same time, sa ting ko, that's one of my contribution doon sa team during the game. Kasi syempre, as a strength and conditioning coach, ang role ko is more on the background. So, ibig sabihin, in preparation, before the game, ganyan. Nandiyan yung role ko eh. But during the game, after my pre-game routines, yung warm-ups, ganyan, afternoon wala na akong gagawin sa laro eh. So, siguro, over the years, natutunan ko siya na every time or every quarter, actually, in the PBA kasi every quarter, they would give you the stats. So, ako yung lagi nag-re-receive. So, parang natutunan ko na siya na binabasa ko siya lagi every after quarter. And then, I'm the one reporting doon sa isa sa, sa, sa assistant coach telling him na oh, eto yung stats natin, eto yung rebounds natin, eto yung uh, field goal percentage natin, eto yung uh, points of turnovers, eto yung mga second chance points natin. So, kumbaga, uh, parang nakasanayan ko na. Kaka, ganun lagi yung ginagawa ko every game dumating sa point na parang, sige, ikaw na lang assign namin to do the stats and then you report to us an inangyayari, parang ganyan. So, I'm That's not actually the one, uh, my main role yeah. during the game, but at least, pumagang uh, mm. complimentary to one of mm-hmm. our uh, assistant coach, yeah. yung ginagawa ko.
1: Ganda. Coach, uh, let's say may Half halftime, you gotta make a decision to either play him or not. Is that your call? Uh, actually,
2: in a basketball team, I work with physical therapists. So, we compose actually the sports medicine team. So, usually pag mga injuries, uh, it's the call of the PTs. Uh, mm. They have a different role. Okay. They have a different assessment that they can perform uh, kapag nagkaroon ng injury. And more or less, they can say if playable yung injury na yon or hindi. And usually kasi it's a case-to-case basis. depending mm-hmm. on crucial yung game. Kailangan ba palaro n. Siguro yon, mga ganon decision. Minsan, iba rin yung approach namin sa ganon. May mga instances naman na no bearing naman yung game. So, sige, pahinga na lang natin pag na-injure. Parang nga, para wala tayong maging problem. So, kumagayon. It's a case-to-case basis, but it's the physical therapists who are doing the decision when it comes to injury.
1: Mm. Coach, follow-up lang, no? And, uh, di ko lang kung pwede niya sabihin, right? But, kunari ba, nagka-injury, di ba? bini ba kayo ever kung hindi prepared or hindi na stretch or or hindi kulang conditioning na tong uh, player na to or it's always been uh you know uh it's always the accountability as well of a player for his level of preparedness actually uh may
2: mga instances na ganon kasi syempre mm. uh, as a conditioning coach uh, you should be the one assigned or responsible for preparing the player Doon sa competition So kapag nagkaroon ng injury uh, Hindi naman automatic Isisisi sa sa eh Kasi we usually make an assessment naman eh Paano nakuha yung injury May history na bato, Or meron bang problem na Hindi na sa amin Or hindi namin na address Kaya nag-result that type of injury Kaya nga Very strict kami right from the start That we do assessment We do testing To check mm-hmm. everything na alam namin that might cause an injury or might lead to an injury in the future. Ah, uh, yon very strict kami doon kaya I work hand in hand talaga with our PTs. So ako on the physical aspect testing, yung mga PTs naman is more on assessment doon sa uh, parang pre-participation screening ang ginagawa nila no. And then yung mga data na nakukuha namin, we actually combine, we analyze, we synthesize yung mga data and then doon kami gumagawa ng parang assessment na o oh, eto yung medyo kailangan improve sa athlete na to, eto yung kailangan mong tutukan. And even the PTs are telling me na, coach, si ganitong athlete medyo kulang cool for example or mahina yung core, so baka pwede mo ng konte, Or etong athlete na to, yung position niya would require a lot of rotations, a lot of turning, so might as well prepare him for that type of movement, parang ganyan. So tapos may mga athlete, uh, may mga sa sa sasabihin nila na parang medyo mabagal gumawa yung athlete, mabagal yung lateral movement, mabagal yung uh, linear movements, kanya. So, yun yung mga pinag-uusapan namin na more or less dapat ina-address muna. So that when you get hmm. to the season, uh, napakali- I'm not saying mawawala talaga yung risk for injury. But at least mm-hmm. you try to minimize the risk for injury. Actually, that's the goal naman of a strength and conditioning coach in any team. Eh. Um, yung winning sa amin is just a second goal. But for me, uh yung role ko as a strength and conditioning coach, my main role is to ensure that that the, the, the players will finish the season in good health. No, walang injury. Kung magkaroon ng injury, yeah. Yeah. very minor uh manageable, parang ganun, na hindi na makaka to masyado dun sa <laughs> team performance.
1: Mukhang coach ni Zion, Matt. <laughs> di ata siya inaano, no? Laging matabasi Zion pagpasok ng season. <laughs> 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 Sorry,
0: Matt. Go ahead. Coach, would you say that siguro yung staff barang UST on the coaching front, no? Would you say that they're much more prepared in a sense in the sports science sense? Like all the data analytics, the the, you know, ha- rehabilitation, the conditioning and whatnot. Do you think that UST is maybe even more prepared than the other universities? Eh? Or or what do you think?
2: Uh, actually, on that aspect, I think uh, majority of the teams in the UAAP are almost the same. I mean, mm-hmm. comparing uh, how UAAP now to when I was with, with UST uh for the UAAP nung 2008 that that's the first time I was part of the UAAP team ng UST ah uh, sobrang laki ng difference na ng mga teams hmm. ngayon compared before and hindi lang di mo masasabi na because UST has a sports science program, UST has a good physical therapy program or a good UST uh, has medicine a program, hospital <laughs> hospital ganyan nalaman ka na kagad eh no because the other teams Uh-oh. are also investing on goods, uh, good coaching staff na completo na rin. Even eh, if you look at LaSalle, if you look at UP, baka mas completo pa sila compared sa amin. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of factors when it comes to making a basketball team a strong team or a contender for a championship. It's not only about na Dahil kilala yung coach mo Automatic mm. magka-champion kayo mm. Or kumpleto yung coaching staff mo Automatic magka-champion kayo Of course, adun pa rin yung Paano ba mag-recruit yung school Blue chip players ba yung nakukuha ng school Or Uh-oh. Pwede natin sabihin na uh, Yung support ba ng school Or the support that we get from uh, Sponsors Are really felt uh, Doon sa team So kung maga, hindi mo pwedeng sabihin kasi na a ah, kompleto coaching staff. Ah, may magaling na strength and conditioning coach to. Or magaling ang PT neto. Uh-oh. Or magaling ang head coach neto. Kilala yung head coach neto. Automatic, you're going to win the championship. No. Uh, sa basketball mm-hmm. ngayon, baga kailangan umabot kayo sa point na lahat ng factors na kakailangan mo to win a championship. Kumbaga, match at the same time. Kumbaga, pasok lagi. Ipasabi nga nila, parang ano, aswak na swak yung timpla nung mm-hmm. mga factors na yon para makuha mo yung championship
0: coach quick follow up lang no so I, I guess we're talking about like the premier sport which of the uap which is basketball obviously volleyball Siguro same naren yung standard of of healthcare of of sports science and whatnot no pero in terms of i guess in terms of ust um, how does it ensure that its athletes in the other sports so let's say swimming, let's say other track and field, um, other sports that might not receive as much funding as let's say volleyball or basketball. How do you guys ensure that these athletes are also conditioned sufficiently? Um, I, I di ko lang alam my over overview kado no pero I, I just I just wonder how UST does it.
2: Uh, basically, in UST, I'm happy to know na majority of the other sporting events are also getting strength and conditioning coaches. Like in Taekwondo, nice, nice. in hmm. Judo, uh, what else? Uh, football, I think they have. Uh, hmm. They also keep up with the scientific way of training. Kung maga, hindi lang siguro masyadong napapansin. It's because iba yung emphasis kasi na to basketball and volleyball. But if you're going to look at the other teams, uh, or other sporting events in the UAP, more or less gano'n na rin yung approach nila uh, they have their mm-hmm. own strength and conditioning coaches they have their own PTs uh, helping the coaching staff achieve their goal for 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 a specific season so okay na din and yung university i mean in UST in general already uh, kumag-acknowledge na kailangan talaga ng mga additional staff doon sa team that would help them reach their goal for, for a specific season. So, yeah, yeah. nag invest din sila to get conditioning coaches, strength and conditioning coaches, physical therapists. And then, yung iba nga, meron pang sports psychologists and sports nutritionists wow. kasama dun sa team na know, siguro hindi lang, oh, yeah, hindi lang masyadong napapag-usapan. It's because nga... Uh, Mas malaki lang yung emphasis kasi na binibigay on basketball and volleyball pagdating sa UAAP.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: Interesting. Uh coach earlier na mention yung ano, meron ding mga iba na sports nutritionist, psychologist and whatnot. no. Uh and I think kayo medyo multifaceted yung role nyo, even even playing the role of analyst, right? In terms of getting to this role, the SNC coach, no. What were the career transitions or the career movements that you had to do? Or talaga bang, okay, uh, we have Coach Rail, Ryle here. He's an assistant professor in UST and he obviously has masters as well. Kunin na agad natin yan, no? Or meron ka munang dinaanan na steps. Before you became that lead guy in a sports science role for the UST Growling Tigers, which is probably the biggest sports team in, in UST, right? Um, paano yun?
2: Uh, I kwento na to medyo gasgas na sa mga nakakarinig sa akin, ano? even to my okay. students kasi ko kwento this is how I started my career as strength and conditioning coach so actually uh, I graduated 2007 sa UST Bachelor of Science in Sports Science so fresh from championship yung UST basketball team but right after the championship yung 2007 season wow. nila, there were a lot of injuries and yung former dean namin sa College of Rehabilitation Sciences in UST was the team physician nung Growling Tigers during that time. So, sabi niya, uh, of course, as the team physician, hindi naman everyday nandun eh. Kumaga, ang pinaka-role niya is kapag may injury, siya yung unang nagche on the athletes, parang ganyan. But, of course, hindi naman niya kailangan pumunta dun sa practice everyday. So, sabi niya sa akin, ilalapit kita kay Coach Pido, uh, you start mo na as a volunteer for the basketball team and then try to look ano yung pwede mong gawin to improve yung training, yung mga ganyan, or how can you parang suggest yung mga improvements dun sa training nung Browning Tigers because ang daming ang injuries. So, yun. So, parang dun ako nag-start as a strength and conditioning coach and during that time, sinasabi ko nga lagi to my students, walang naniniwala nun sa sports science. It's because I was the second batch of sports science graduates sa UST. And hindi nila talaga ang strength and conditioning as part of uh, the coaching staff or part of the training routine ng isang basketball team. So sige, sinaga ako siya 2008, 2009. Sige, tuloy-tuloy lang. Uh, I can't really say na nagkaroon ng huge improvement but somehow siguro may nakuha sila doon sa mga suggestions and recommendations ko during training. Because during that time, I was not a strength and conditioning coach. I was a volunteer. So, they have their own strength and conditioning coach during that time na ang tawag nila noon is a trainer. Not a strength and conditioning coach, but a trainer. So, of course, syempre, uh, may ego ng konti. Syempre, hindi papadaig yan na uh, bagong graduate, tagal ko na sa basketball, sabian mo ako ng ganito, sabihan mo ako ng ganyan. So, Medyo mahirap uh, makapenetrate during that time. But, yun nga, sabi ko nga, might as well educate. Kung tanggapin, okay. Kung hindi tanggapin, okay lang din. At least, sabi ko kung ano yung mga dapat gawin. And then, what happened is, pagdating ng 2010, uh, kung intact pa rin yung coaching staff no ng men's basketball team, I was given the opportunity to handle the women's team and the juniors team ng basketball sa UST. And doon nakita nung seniors nung nawala ako sa kanila kung gano'ng kalaki yung improvement ng yes. women's team wow. sa ng juniors team. Ya sabi nila nun, uh, parang sabi ko noon, eto yung sinasabi ko sa inyo before na pwede natin gawin, na parang hindi pa sila ganun ka-open to accept. Pero si juniors at si women's during that time, inaccept nila kaagad yung gusto namin ipagawa. So, uh, I can see improvement in terms of uh the physical aspect in terms of sports performance of the players but hindi pa rin sa talaga enough eh, to win a championship it's because gaya nga na sinabi ko kanina there's a lot of factors na kailangan mong i-consider to win a championship but uh in terms of nga, improvement makitang-kita yung improvement sa dalawang teams na yun. and then from there uh hmm. I was recommended doon sa mapunta sa tawag dito, uh, semi-pro league, sa PBA D-League. So I was hired as a strength and conditioning coach ng Cebuano during that time. And we were always in the finals. I'm not saying it's because of me, but of course, it's a collaborative effort ng coaching staff and also the players that we got for the for that team. So kami lagi yung contender ni Enlex Road Warriors for championships sa PBA D-League. And then from there, Nung umalis si Coach Pido sa UST, he transferred sa PBA as the head coach ng Global Port. Ayon uh, dun o kinuha ngayon na strength and conditioning for a strength and conditioning coach for Global Port, batang pier sa PBA. And then up to the point, na transition to North Port, and dun na kasama nila ako. And then yon nga, nung Pagbalik nila sa UST, uh, kasama pa rin nila ako sa uh, sa basketball team ng UST wow. uh, this season. So, yun yung naging journey yeah. nun. But, of course, in between, hindi naman puro ganun lang. Sabi ko nga, yung profession namin, it's, it would require continuous education. So, that's why I took my master's. Uh, not only for being part of the academy, but of course, I want to improve my craft as a strength and conditioning coach. And, ngayon nga, I'm taking up my doctorate degree to further enhance kung ano yung
0: uh,
2: meron ako uh, or to further improve pa yung craft ko as a strength and conditioning coach and also as a uh, academician. So, yun,
1: yun yung naging journey ko. Gan. Kaya pala, ano, no, coach? Parang napapansi ko kasi pag pinapalitan ang head coach ng isang professional team, parang buong staff niya napapalitan din. Yes. <laughs> I mean, di naman lahat, no? Di naman lahat, mm. pero marami. And the yes. way you said it, uh, you and Coach Pido go go a long way pala, no? Mula pala global class. Yes. Northport, sorry, or global global port? Global, global port. Tata? port yeah. yeah, global port, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, pala my familiarity rin, no, with who you yeah. want to work with in the coaching mm-hmm. staff. Uh, but coach, by the way, uh, I guess we can rason kya nak the champion ngayon yung UST women's natin, no? Uh you've already <laughs> set the <laughs> you've already set the foundation, right? So uh that's huge. Congratulations for that, coach. Ha? Um, um NU was looking unbeatable uh in their in their team right and yet yeah. here you are took, actually took hindi ako yung reason, <laughs> <laughs>
2: hindi <ako yung> reason <laughs> but i'm proud to say that one of our graduates was is the strength and conditioning coach and also wow. my colleague sa uh, department of sports science He's also teaching in sports science but uh ang pwede masabi na contribution ko sa women's team ako yung nag-recommend sa kanya to be part of that Recruitment. Nice. <laughs> nice. Recruitment. Recruit tama. Tama yung pagkaka ano, uh, kumaga hindi ako binigo nung nirecommend ko na sabi ko talagang makakatulong sa kanila and I think yun nga yung hard work din na pinakita ni Coach Jay Umali yeah. yan. Yeah. Siya yung second conditioning coach ng women's team. Talagang uh,
1: ano naman uh, nagbunga ng maganda. Ganda. Coach, I, I I wanna ask as well. Uh you've managed a lot of players, probably stars, probably role players, right? Um, and I guess I wanna know no, what is your coaching philosophy? In managing all of these players, let's say you you get a five-minute talk or 10-minute talk with them one-on-one. What do you want to specifically impart to them? with regards to strength and conditioning, yung, yung philosophy mo for all kinds of players regardless ko anong status nila sa team?
2: Actually, hindi ko nga alam hanggang ngayon anong coaching philosophy ko. <laughs> Basta alam ko lang whenever I uh, was invited to be part of uh, a team or I was hired to be the strength and conditioning coach, uh, lagi lang na ginagawa is Ako, lagi lang ako, ano na, to give my best doon sa training program na ginagawa yeah. ko and also to be there for my athlete kapag may kailangan sa, in terms of, uh, siguro, advice, in terms of improvement, ganyan, or kung sa mang aspect nung uh, karira niya as, a, as an athlete, parang gano'n. But, specific philosophy, parang wala akong masabi ngayon I don't know hindi ko, hindi ko siya masyado pinag-iisipan eh. basta ako whenever I work I make sure lang na I always give by 100%
1: yeah. sabi ko nga sa mga yeah. yeah I guess coach eto na lang what do you expect from your players um oh. you, know, as I, you know being a strength and conditioning coach uh, kunari, kay sayon I guess wag kang kumain ng ganang karame or don't eat those <laughs> kinds of foods right I mean do you have those talks with your players coach? Ah uh, ako lagi
2: ko sinasabi sa kanila just believe in the process. Believe in the process, oh. be consistent oh. and stay faithful with the uh, sa program na ginagawa natin. Sabi ko nga eh kahit kagaling ang strength and conditioning coach niyo diyan kahit galing abroad diyan if you're not doing the mm-hmm. program consistently, you're following it faithfully and you're really trusting the process Walang mangyayari sa inyo. Sabi ko, uh, yun ang unang-unang kailangan matutunan nyo as a player. You have to trust kung ano yung pinapagawa sa inyo nung uh, coaching staff or whoever is in the coaching staff. Kasi hindi naman magbibigay sa inyo ng something na ikakapahamak nyo eh. It's always for the betterment of the team also for your improvement as an athlete. Laging gano'n yung sinasabi ko sa kanila.
0: I, I do have a follow-up to that, no, coach? What if it's like a Kawhi Leonard situation no, where the athlete asks for a second opinion instead of trusting in your um, in your expertise? Oh, oh. No? Has that ever happened, that, that particular scenario? No?
2: Uh, sa akin, wala pa naman. Pero, siguro, mm. it's just normal. Kasi, lalo na in, in the pros, usually, Anyway, uh, i don't know if siguro eh for my personal opinion lang siguro to uh, yeah in the pros kasi usually ah uh, s'empre mas pinagkakatiwalaan nung mga ah uh, players yung mga talagang kilala sa industry mm. and nung nag-start ako ganun din eh medyo mahirap for them to be convinced dun sa gusto may paggawa but you just have to keep on educating them and informing them yung mga purpose or yeah the purpose of the training program or the exercises that you're giving them so pag nakikita kasi nila na naiintindihan mo yung pinapagawa mo eh nakikita nila that you really care for for their careers talagang darating yung point na sila pa mismo yung lalapit sa iyo eh ah uh, siguro Personal experience, pinakamaganda dyan na uh, makakwento is yung, yung nangyari kay Robert Bolik when he had an ACL injury. Uh, I mean, of course, fresh from college, champion, ganyan. Tapos, third draft pick. So, ang taas nung stake talaga ni Robert during that time. And then, right. of course, uh, first time niya o nakita doon. Siyempre, hindi eh, naman ako na kilala na strength and conditioning coach talaga. So, parang, I'm not saying he's not following me, but of course, may mga kinukuha na din siya ng ideas outside. So, syempre, kung sino nakasanay niya na strength and conditioning coach during his time sa sunbed, of course, tinatanong din niya yan, ano yung tama ba yung ginagawa namin, ano yung pang pwede mong idagdag to improve, parang ganyan. Pero, ang ginawa ko kasi sa kanya is, I try to explain, bakit ginagawa to, bakit mo kailangan gawin to, bakit ganyan. And then, the injury happened. Tapos, nung pagbalik niya, siya yung unang lumapit sa akin Sabi niya, Coach, eto yung ginagawa namin na rehab So, gusto ko ituloy natin Yun ang ano niya sa akin, tuloy natin to Tapos from there, talagang every time Lagi na siyang lumalapit sa akin for program Coach, ano next natin? Ano? Paano natin po progress sa no program na to? Coach, gusto ko ganito ako Coach, gusto ko ganyan ako So, hmm. kumaga, it would take time For you, para kumaga para maniwala sa iyo yung player and it's not unusual na uh for those players na s'yempre mas sikat sa they would get second opinion mm-hmm. dun sa mga tao na talaga nakatrabaho na nila before but
1: yeah mm-hmm. you just
2: have to inform them na hindi naman kami nagkakala yon ng iniisip para sa iyo parang ganun kumaga kung ano yung gusto ng nung, nung yeah. tao na yon uh, for you to improve ganun din naman ng gusto ung yeah. gawin sa iyo eh. siguro we, we may have different approach pero at the end of the day, it's still for your improvement and for yeah, for for your uh, longevity no career mo.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, actually. So basically, coach, would you say you don't take it personally? Say they look for a different doctor as well, get second opinions.
2: Yeah, walang problem. problema yun. Sabi ko nga, eh, kundi yung lahat ng opinyon na gusto niyo problem <laughs> eh.
1: <laughs> Okay. Diba? Okay. If they want okay. to
2: follow my program, okay. If you want to follow others' program, okay ah uh, Siguro meron lang akong mayroon lang akong uh, Tawag dito uh, Demarcation line dyan. In the pros, sige Pwede, pero in collegiate level If you are under My training program You have to inform me if you're doing other training programs Outside Kasi oh, that naman. would affect oh, yung naman. ginagawa natin But for the pros, it's your career Yan yung bubuhay sa'yo If you want to get supplemental training program outside Inform me if you want to do it na yun lang talaga, hindi mo gagawin nyo sa akin, let me know so that I can inform the management na ito yung ginagawa mo para wala tayong problem. But with the collegiate ranks and of course, dun sa wow. high school level siguro uh, dyan medyo mas trick ako. If you are under my program, you follow my program first. And then, if you want to do other uh, exercises or drills or trainings outside, you have to inform me so that I know if nagko-complement ba sa dun sa ginagawa natin or yep. hindi. Kasi maraming players, eto problem. Akala nila they're doing trainings outside. Always complimentary or always for improvement. Minsan kasi, hindi nila naiintindihan na pwedeng magkaroon ng uh, mag-clash yung program outside and yung program na ginagawa mo within the organization. Parang gano'n. So, yun yung kailangan ipaliwanag mo sa kanila na instead na makakabuti yan, baka mamaya nakakasama sa for you. Kasi, yeah. Uh hindi nagma-match yung gusto nating if gawin parehas, parang ganoon.
1: Got it. Got it. That, but that, I think that's fair, you know, kasi mahirap na may mangyari diyan. Syempre, <laughs> kasalanan natin, right? So we yes. got to also be transparent with it, right? Uh coach, ito naman, no? I want to get uh maybe a sneak peek. You've mentioned 2007, you've been with UST, uh but you know, you've moved around as well. But among your time you know with USD and there's a lot of legends that came from that uh program no we have uh, obviously now cabanero we have Jeric Tang uh, we have CJ Cancino among all of those coach who stands out in terms of work ethic in terms of conditioning you know we hear Kobe Bryant having the best conditioning ever diba talagang mm-hmm. Mamba mentality pagdating sa pagtraining training din, right? Among the local athletes, the local student athletes, anyone that comes to mind? Uh, I can say siguro uh,
2: ang nakita ko kasi talaga na kung paano yung naging improvement or kung paano mag-workout is si Jervie Cruz.
1: Ooh. Kasi si Jervy mm, noon
2: was Team B I was an intern during that time. Uh, of course, hindi siya kilala no, kasi Team B pa lang siya. Pero, he is always with Team A na players. Pero sa hindi siya sumasabay dun. Ang ginagawa niya, kasama siyang darating do sa Sports Science Laboratory. Hmm. Papaunahin okay. ni Team A. Nandun siya sa isang side. Pagtapos na yung Team A. sa siya mag-workout. So, kumbaga... Hindi mo siya kailangan parang Tutukan So kumbaga on his own Kung kailangan niya magbuhat Magbubuhat siya, kung kailangan niya magworkout Magworkout siya And I think yun yung naging reason kung bakit Naging MVP rin siya nung Pagpasok yes. na pagpasok niya doon sa Lineup ng USD. But of course I'm not saying that the other uh, Kumbaga Naging well-known players from UST Hindi gano ano, siguro lang Mas na so by, mas nakita ko as yung journey ni jervy compared to them. Yep. Uh, yep. Mas direct ako siyang mm-hmm. uh, uh, nakilala at nahawakan talaga up to the pro level nung nalipat siya mm-hmm. sa Northport. So, very consistent. Kung paano ginagawanya ginagawa niya be, before up to the pro level, very consistent. Hindi siya yung tipong kailangan ipakita o, sa inyo na go-workout ako. Ako yung tipong tahimik lang sa isang side buhat dito buhat yan pero makikita mo he's doing the work na walang masyadong ingay walang masyadong uh, papansin ganda. pagdating dun sa weight training
1: ganda ganda uh, awesome thank you coach for that ah uh, insider no Uh coach i think i think uh bago tayo to go to our last part no we also asked Larry for na share this question Uh the way he looks at the NBA as a global standard and the way the NBA probably makes up different uh regulations like now we have the in-season tournament, last season, the karantay no parang play-in tournament, right? From a strength and conditioning coach, do you also look in global standards like the NBA and adapt some techniques or principles here and there? No. Uh, and if you could shed light to maybe a couple of things that you grabbed from a global pers- perspective. Ayan,
2: siguro pumapasok yung pagiging researcher ko sa field ng sports mm. science. We don't actually uh, automatically adapt yung mga nakikita naming trends or, uh, yeah, trends uh, in the field of basketball or in the field of strength and conditioning. Usually, ako kasi, pag may lumabas na bago, I analyze first. Una-una, pwede ba sa totally adapt Kumbaga kayang-kaya ba nung I mean do we have the facility do we have the manpower do we have the financial resources to adapt yung ginagawa nila ngayon abroad or sabi natin in NBA in, in, uh, in general or can we do something na pwede naming icontextualize into a local setting na kumbaga may ginagawa silang ganito and then Adapt natin sa pero ibahin natin ng konte, para mag sa Filipino setting, parang ganyan. Or totally, hindi natin siya i-adapt, uh, gayahin lang natin kung paano siya ginawa and then subukan natin gumawa ng sariling sa atin na naka-base doon sa what they're currently doing. So siguro, yung mga ganyan, diyan pumapasok may pagiging researcher ko. Ina-analyze ko muna yung mga bagay-bagay if pwedeng totally kunin natin baguhin natin ng konte, or totally gawatay tayo ng sarili natin na mas applicable in our setting. Kasi, uh, yan nga yung lagi ko sinasabi with uh, ano eh, with uh, our colleagues sa field na lahat ng lumalabas, we want to adapt. Gusto natin, lahat gayahin natin. Kailan darating yung time na tayo yung gagawa ng sarili natin na, na training program or na trend na very Filipino or very applicable in our setting. Kasi baka mamaya yung pinapag- ginagawa nila abroad, yes, that could be the standard or that could be the trend. Pero hindi naman siya applicable sa atin kasi ang daming factors na kailangan nang iconsider consider So, Mama. sabi ko, wag automatic. wag lang grab ng grab. Kaya ikaw, huwag ganun. Kailangan i-analyze nung mabuti kung pwede ba sa or hindi. Kasi in the long run, Ikaw rin yung pag biniglamo sa sarili mo. Okay, gayain natin to, tapos wala ka palang resources. Diba? Ang hirap. So, yun. Siguro yun yung advantage ko as uh, sa, sa strike and conditioning field. I'm also a researcher. So more or less, I know how to analyze yung mga bagong trends na ganya na lumalabas abroad before I apply it dun sa setting namin.
1: ganda. Yeah, I, I guess yun nga sinabi ko matin, no? parang yung yung combination ni Coach ng academe and practicality, gandang combination yan eh. Um, a lot of people stop in the academic setting already. Puro theoretical lang, pero hindi naman ma-apply, right? So, I like it. I, I like what you're doing, Coach. Uh, I hope more and more continue to base their programs on research. Uh, I think that that is very important in this industry um i guess coach i'm moving on to uh your last part of the show what we call off the record uh basically some questions about you personally or maybe some big questions um that may or may not be related to your career anymore No, so mm-hmm. i would like to start with this coach No, um back in 2021 no uh you said this in uh i forgot the article probably Daily Times or Manila Bulletin, mm-hmm. Coach Ryle Espino, chairman of the sports science department of the College of Rehabilitation, noted that Southeast Asian Games have already started their own e-sporting events. Okay? Mm-hmm. And sabi ni Coach Ryle, actually, it is a good consideration for the UAAP to keep up with the current trends in terms of the changes in sporting events obviously, esports included. Coach, uh-huh. can you talk to us about why you mentioned that statement? And I guess, did it unravel today to the satisfaction that you prefer? Or, you know, there could be... It could be better.
2: Uh, actually, pinagagaling perspective, John, is in terms of <clears throat> sports and gamesmanship. Eh. I mean, sabi ko nga, hindi laging... Uh, physical. Pag sinabi mong sports. Kasi may mga aspect yan that would require mental or aspect that would require fine motor skills or tactics mga ganyan na hindi naman kailangan, kailangan may exertion ng effort. So, I mean, ayokong i iconfine kasi yung sporting events or gamesmanship doon sa mga events that would only require physical strength uh, tawag dito ah uh, yeah power explosiveness kasi may mga ibang sports din naman na uh, ibang aspect naman yung advantage nila so if that is the trend worldwide di ba bakit natin hindi i, I uh, accept i mean uh we're good in esports ko sana hindi
1: pwede ko sabihin 'wag oh, na
2: natin gawin yan but we're good in esports di ba and <laughs> umabot yan sa point na naging Olympic uh, event siya. Yes. So ibig sabihin maraming tao ang nag-isip na kung bakit siya kailangan i-consider as an Olympic event or an Asian Games event or a Southeast Asian Games event. So, kung maga, uh, siguro ito yung isa sa part na masasabi ko na kung pag-iisipan nung mabuti, hindi naman nahuhuli ang Pilipinas eh. Ba nga nasa ano, advantageous pa sa atin yan eh. Kasi nga, isa tayo sa, kumbaga, uh, sobrang teki when it comes to uh, esports or uh, anything that would require technology or use of smartphones or or yep. gadgets or or games, mga video games eh. So, yun. Ayun yung perspective ng pinanggagalingan ko. So, kumbaga, wag natin pigilan kung okay yeah. naman tayo eh.
1: Meron pa bang sports science sa ganun, coach? Uh, let's say esports sports like, uh, or possibly... Yes. Ah, meron, meron red? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: Actually, yung first strength and conditioning coach ng esports sports natin, which is under kasi siya ng MVP, eh. yung una naging e team natin. I'm not sure kung anong yung event nila if it's uh, Mobile Legends or NBA or... I don't know kung ano yung nilalaro nila, but one of our graduates, Coach Martin Alido, he was one of the strength and conditioning first strength and conditioning coach ng esports and if you're going to look up doon sa article uh, i'm not sure if anong media outlet yung naglabas noon but there's actually an article na feature siya as a strength and conditioning coach ng esports so siguro ba at tinitignan natin na, ano ba eh puro daliri lang na may ginagamej lang ayan saka cellphone lang wala namang effort masyado oh, bakit oh lahat ng strength and Matalang conditioning eh. coach? uh Actually, hindi ko nabasa yung buong article, but siguro he's the best person to explain bakit kailangan ng strength and conditioning coach sa isang e-sport event. So siguro, may mga mm. factors din na kailangan mong improve, na kailangan mong uh, yeah, tutukan. That would help also improve yung performance ng mga e-sport athletes natin.
0: Uh, coach, uh, I guess in terms of the people listening right now, like the average corporate person, no? How would you, what would you say is the most important metric in terms of understanding how healthy they are? Because obviously, uh, now that we're all working no, in the corporate world, sometimes it's very easy to let yourself go in terms of your fitness. No? Parang let's, uh, Why not use our data no, to kind of track that? What would you say is the best way to, um, to evaluate your healthiness or fitness level?
2: I think some of the companies now would have uh, our actually hire uh, not a strength and conditioning coach but a fitness trainer who can actually mm. manage yung uh, health and fitness nung mga employees nila. Also, one of our graduates, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Lay Strength, you can search uh, uh, yung Instagram account niya. She's one of mm. our graduates and she focuses on corporate settings. So what she does is uh, Nag-offer siya sa, uh, sa mga companies ng fitness program For the employees So they are the ones Going doon sa mismong offices uh, mm. They set the time They bring the equipment They give the training program To the employees So kumbaga Umabot sa point na Instead na yung Company would Give you an incentive Na mag-enroll ka Sa ganitong fitness center Sa ganitong gym Siya ang ginawa mm. niya I have a group of people. We can schedule fitness trainings or uh, physical activity to your employees. Ganitong uh, days, ganitong uh, duration per training session, and wala na kayong iisipin. Just give us one room, dala na namin lahat, papuntahin niyo employees niyo We will give the training program and that would be the uh the parang uh, health and fitness uh, activity. Nung mga employees ng company na yun So Mm -mm. Yun Siguro On that aspect Mm. More or less Na uh, I'm happy to know Na one of our graduates uh, Was the pioneer On that part What
0: would you say What's your opinion On BMI As a Way to track Your fitness Do you Like it As a metric Mm -mm.
1: Okay
2: Actually medyo Subjective Kasi si BMI uh, we're talking, uh para lang syura, no we're talking about body mass index, nama?
0: Body mass index, yes.
2: Yeah, medyo subjective kasi yan eh. Uh, it's a ratio between your height and your weight. And merong mga exception kasi when it comes to BMI. If you are physically active, uh if you have uh, health conditions, uh yung BMI nung mga tao na would always be subjective. Kasi, right. uh, kasi nga ratio eh. Sa amin, ang metric na tinitingnan namin, ako ah, I think mas applicable is yung ideal body weight of the individual. Uh, yung waist circumference, that would be a good metric. Uh, another one would be yung instead of weight loss, it's more of the fat loss or the body fat percentage of the individual. Kasi yung mga mm-hmm. metrics na yan, mas sinasabi niya kung ano yung talagang status yung individual. Not as compared with BMI na kapag maliit ka, uh, bumigat ka ng konte pero yung pagbigat mo pala, it's because you're a health buff or a gym buff. Puro-puro mass Uh-oh. muscles pala yon. So, basically, your BMI will increase. So, sabihin niyan, or overweight ka. Pero yung pala, overweight ka, it's because of an increase in muscle mass. Or, pero mm-hmm. namang iba na may condition na hindi sila pwede bumaba sa ganito na weight. So, they have to maintain mm-hmm. a specific weight, parang ganyan. E, sabi natin, short stature. So, pag when compute for the BMI, umaangat siya. So, di ba, parang, ay, pangit BMI na ito, overweight to overweight or obisto so So, medyo subjective siya. Kaya kami, ako, mas tinitingnan ko is the body fat percentage of the individual. Yan, the waist uh, the waist circumference and the ideal body weight na kailangan niya maging.
1: Yeah. yeah nabigyan na mo ko ng Hobdon Coach, ah. <laughs> oh, nabigyan <laughs> mo ko ng Hobdon Coach kasi yung BMI ko, nung last uh, exam ko, overweight na ako eh. But I'd like to think muscles yun. No? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Actually, parehas tayo <laughs> dyan. Kasi ako ganyan din. Oh, medyo maliit ako. Tapos, eh, syempre oh, nag-workout eh. ako. So, pag nag-check ka talaga yeah. ng BMI, medyo... Mataas. Pero ngayon, because of the pandemic, medyo nabawa sa physical activity. Siguro baka nga talagang mataas na ngayon para sa akin. Pero before... Yeah.
1: And I've heard autism. from my from my doctor na sister na yung BMI kasi kapag Asian standards, medyo mababado yeah, kasi yes, talaga. Yes, eh. yes, parang yes, yes. overweight ka talaga no matter what you do, right? Uh, I'm just rationalizing here now excuses
0: oh, uh. <laughs> excuses. No? Excuse.
1: Okay, uh coach, I guess last one for me and maybe Matt you can also ask last one no uh coach, um you've done this you're, you've been in this career and we've also seen that pioneering spirit in you within UST, right and especially in sports science, human movement, human science, right For you specifically, what do you think then should the government do? to make this sports science field more prominent, more important, more respected in this country from a national level, no? Para hindi lang puro university level yung talks natin dito. Ah, uh,
2: medyo may irap tatanong yan at saka maraming tayong makabangga diyan. Pero just to give you ano, actually may move naman na ginagawa yung government. Like, with the establishment of the National Academy for Sports, uh, yung mga nag-starting jan was our graduates. Sila rin yung nag- nag-create nung, ano na yan, uh, nung uh, academy na yan. So, sa tingin ko naman, in terms of sports, maski pa paano, there's an improvement naman from uh, the trainings na ginagawa ng government. nga, uh, Medyo marami kasing factors pa rin eh. Uh, ako lagi ko sinasabi, kailangan yung nasa taas should be open-minded with regards to the type of training na kailangan ipagawa doon sa mga athletes natin. Uh, ang sinasabi ko ng example lagi is Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia. Sabi ko nga, mas magagaling ang atleta natin kaysa dyan eh. Pero how come pagdating ng Southeast Asian Games, nandun sila sa taas? pagdating ng Asian mm-hmm. Games, mas marami pa rin yung medals nila compared to us. Pero yung knowledge, yung training, sabi ko mas angat tayo kaysa kanila. Pero tingin ko kasi mas in-embrace ng mga higher authorities sa kanila kung paano kailangan i-improve yung training do sa mga national athletes nila. Uh, isang comparison na lang is the equipment that they have compared to us. I mean, yeah. we have equipment sa UST but we don't have those equipment sa Philippine Sports Commission. So, hmm. yun palang ang laking question eh. Bakit yung university may whereas the National uh, Sporting Authority walang ganun. Whereas when you go to Thailand from university all the way to there uh parang yeah. uh, athlete center talaga, national athlete center same ang facility same ang researchers na meron sila doon. Yes. So, I think Yun yung difference eh. So So, uh, malaking factor dyan kung paano accept nung nasa higher ups, yung changes na kailangan yes. gawin when it comes to training. And then it has to be cascaded from up going down. Kasi hindi pwedeng sa baba, nagbabago ka, pero yung mga nataong nasa taas, they are not willing to accept those changes na nangyayari sa baba. So, it has to be from up going down. So, siguro... Uh, darating din yung time na yung mapupunta rin sa sports commission natin uh, mas kumaga mas open and mas uh, kayang i-embrace yung changes when it comes to scientific training. I mean, we all have hmm. the the uh, the people who thinks uh, on how to improve the training program. Siguro yung mag accept na lang nung mga Sinasuggest na yan ang kailangan ba uh, improve pa natin and also mm. yun yung uh, isang kasi uh, medyo nahaluan ng kanting politics but of course Ay, nako. if you yeah, if you are really into you know improvement of the athlete you have to set aside those things kasi sa sports dapat walang ang ganon eh. You always look at the uh, improvement and of course the longevity ng career ng athlete
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Nga, a lot of our athletes are also going like abroad, also, yes. so that they can kind of compete more competitively. You know?
1: Yeah. mat EJ E.J. Obiena told us that one, diba? I mean the support, Uh-oh. man, the support. Yeah. The, the technologies muntik, are all there, diba?
0: Muntik ba? siya, ma, ano? Change nationality.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh. So
1: eh, If you're going
2: to look at those successful athletes hindi ba, di ba sila nag-iisip bakit lahat ng mga gagaling na atleta natin na represent ang Philippines hindi sa Pilipinas mm. training Example, mm, exactly. Alex Ayala. Yeah. Alex Ayala mm. is here in the Philippines. Si Alex, by the way, I handled her when she was 13 years old na nagsisimula siya. Before siya lumipaturapan na the academy, I was her wow. second conditioning coach. so Wow. From nung, na, simula nung naging, nabigyan siya ng scholarship ni Rafa Nadal, doon na siya talaga nag-train abroad. So, same with EJ Obiena. He is from UST, pero he is training now abroad. ba? Parang sabi ko mm-hmm. nga, if you're going to analyze, bakit yung mga top athletes natin? Lahat nasa abroad. ba? Hindi ba natin kayang gawin dito sa Pilipinas yan? So, I think, kaya naman natin eh. But yun nga, may mga, Factors ka lang that serves as parang mga challenges and hindrances sa atin on how to make this athlete uh, improve doon sa career nila. Diba? Ano ba meron sa abroad na wala tayo? Baka yung knowledge, parehas lang naman. Equipment siguro, pa pwedeng hmm. lamang sila. Pero kung gusto natin gawin dito sa Pilipinas yun, kaya natin gawin yun. Hindi naman tayo sa ganyan, eh. Gagaling ng mga tao natin dito sa Pilipinas,
0: um, One last question, no? Let's say you're talking to the latest batch of, let's say, the uh, sports science graduates. Um, if they wanted to become like strength and conditioning coaches, what would you say is the sport you would push them into that needs more siguro focus or emphasis from the strength and conditioning. That's not, you know, uh, okay. the popular sport lang na basketball, volleyball, diba. ba?
2: Actually, halos lahat namang ng sports that would require uh, effort and exertion of effort or power, explosiveness, or or those sports na right. hindi naman kailangan on, on the other aspect na more on endurance. Lahat naman yan kailangan strength and conditioning coaches, eh. Uh, uh, I, I think I had a uh, talk with them before. Ang lagi ko lang sinasabi sa anila, Pumasok kayo sa field na to, you can't stop learning. Hindi ka pwedeng tumigil. So, mm-hmm. always bear in mind na yung gagawin mong practice, it's not about you, uh, kumbaga, inaangat mo yung sarili mo sa field na yan. Kailangan, bago yung sarili mo, pagalingin mo na yung atleta mo. Kumaga, lahat mm-hmm. ng gagawin mo is always about your athlete and then yung right. kung gusto mo sumikat susunod na lang yon it's because gumagaling yung athlete mo na associate ka sa athlete na yon di ba diyan darating yung time na kung gusto mong maging kilala sa field na yan makikilala ka rin but una-una lagi it's always the the athlete Kumaga, it's always the betterment improvement of the athlete nang lagi mong gagawin at uh, as yun nga you can stop learning kasi every year every 2 years every 5 year 5 years there's a new trend so you have to keep on uh, parang adapting to those changes in with regards to strength and conditioning and sabi ko nga sa pilipinas baka masadong matasan tingin niyo sa strength and conditioning coach na pagpumasok ka malaki ka agad ang sweldo mo no Gaya ko nga, sabi ko, ako I started as a volunteer. Sabi, ang tawag ko nga doon before is gawad Kalinga. linga. Bakit gawad ka linga? Kasi <laughs> mapasok ka, tumutulong ka, pero wala akong namang nakukuha sweldo run. Pero sabi ko, siguro it's my passion kasi talaga nasa field ako ng sports ever since. Sabi ko, I know kung ano yung kailangan ng mga atleta and since andito ka na, I have the uh, capacity to help. So sabi ko, before mo tignan kung kikita ka or hindi, tingnan mo muna kung ano yung pwedeng mo munang maitulong and then from there hayaan mo silang magbigay sa iyo ng parang value mo doon sa uh, sa services na, pina, na ginagawa mo sa kanila some of you ma- some of them might look at you na very valuable mataas ang ibibigay sa yung salary some of them hindi ka masadong papansinin but still at the end of the day regardless kung malaki baliktad ang sinusuweldo mo yung service na ibinibigay mo sa kanila should always be the same should always be for the improvement of the athlete
1: ganda ganda um coach that's actually all the questions that we have uh thank you thank you for you know just sharing to us this field uh in sports science. and especially you know mejo mas naging hopeful ako para industry right uh yes i will tell my cousin miles to actually uh put in the work right mare banaten yes. <laughs> you know? uh di ba? this this career i think needs to be more out there you know, um especially with all of the other medicine uh, fields as well, di ba? Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Uh coach, I guess uh any anything that you're excited about that you wanna share before we end the show.
2: So I think for those who want to uh, practice the profession of being a strength and conditioning coach, you have to keep on learning keep on studying, work hard. Uh, siguro, isa sa pinakamalaking factor dyan is yung grit uh, sinasabi nila. Yep. Na kahit ayaw mo na yung, ayaw, nihirap ka na gumising but still, you're there because you have a responsibility to your athlete. So, sabi ko ako, nasanay na ako dun sa, ano eh, sa mga walang holidays, walang weekends, kasi usually, dyan pumupunta yung mga sporting events eh. Pero, Psycho, ganun siguro. Ganun talaga ang, ane, ang, ang, uh, trabaho ng sang strength and conditioning, coach. But at the end of the day, uh, yung passion mo talaga to help the athletes. Yun parin yung mga nini eh.
1: Thank you, coach. Um, beat I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you once again to coach Ryle Spino. Uh, and of course, let's give our best uh support to the USD Growling Tigers as well, no, um, as they bounce back after let's just say a kind of uh, rocky start, no, in coach Pido's uh uh rearrival in USD, no. Uh coach, good luck to your upcoming season again and thank you again for joining us in this show. Oh,
2: ay, hey, maraming salamat for the invitation.